You're listening to the Friday Night Watch Show with Tommy on Holiday FM. Hello there friends and welcome to the Friday Night Watch Show on the Golide FM podcast and this is a podcast that comes to you from the city of Pretoria, South Africa. This is a podcast that focuses on family life issues and we just want to say thank you for tuning in and we just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast last week as we were talking about sliding into DMs, you know, how affairs start and how problems start in marriages. I'm your host, Tamsad. And I'm a family life speaker and I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Well, this week, what are we talking about? What can we look forward to? We are talking about imperfection in marriage. In actual fact, there's one thing that I discovered as uh, as uh, as my marriage, own marriage, uh, grew from day to day. I discovered that there were some things that I looked at in my wife and those things surprised me. And vice versa, there are things that my wife saw in me and was shocked to say, how could my Prince Charming be like that? In actual fact, marriage exposes the worst of you. Marriage exposes the best of you. And it is the worst of you that we want to talk about because we get into marriage with an expectation that our spouse is perfect, only to discover that our spouse is imperfect. Well, before we get into today's discussion, we're going to take a short musical break and we will be listening to a group from the eastern highlands of South Africa, from the region of um, Bumalanga, a group called Bethesda, and they will be giving us the song that says, He's the Light. God surely is the light. Well, you're listening to the Friday Night World Show on the Kulide FM podcast, and please do enjoy. When we come back, we'll be talking imperfections in marriage. Oh uh-huh. 
Well, we just want to uh, give credit to Bethesda and for the beautiful rendition that they gave us, the beautiful song, and we just want to praise God for that song. He is the light. Well, we are talking about imperfections in marriage, and before we went for the short musical break, we said... Um, you will be stretched in marriage. You will be challenged beyond your ability and desire. And we said you will see things in your spouse and yourself that will completely dishearten you. And, and sometimes you will speak and react in ways that will later make you cringe. I mean, how many of us have got this thing that you, you remember to say, you, I once spoke to my spouse in this way, you, 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 if only I could turn back the hands of time, I could undo those things. And so we said marriage brings the best out of you and at the same time it brings the worst out of you. You see, marriage is a union between two imperfect people, two imperfect people who go into a, uh, into, um, a union, who go into a um, a union with an expectation. Now, let, let me put it this way. Many of us go into a marriage with, with the expectation that this guy is good. This, this woman is the best. She is brilliant. There's no person like them in the world. Surely there's no person like them in the world. And we get in with this expectation to say, this person understands me. This person is perfect. This person is He's one in a million or she's one in a million. There's no one like them. They will never do anything that will hurt me, not disappoint me. Oh, alas, when we get into marriage, we discover that this person, uh, you know, is not even what I thought they would be. And 99.99% of us have got into marriage and discovered to say there is a side of our spouse that we never expected. And this is natural. What did you expect? Did you expect to get into marriage and be married to this prince charming, this, this queen, this princess who's got it all together, who's got everything, you know, in line. There's no mistake about them. They, they do everything right. And when you have got issues in your marriage, they, they are just so understanding. Well, if you thought that, then you are lost. You are in the wrong institution because in this institution, this is in the institution that we begin to train and become a better people than what we are. So if you got into the marriage with the thought that you are going to marry Mr. Perfect or Miss Perfect, then you are wrong. And for those that are not yet married, if you are getting into marriage, don't get in with an expectation that this guy or this woman is perfect and they will never hurt you nor disappoint you. Uh, let me tell you breaking news. They will hurt you. They will disappoint you. They will even break your heart. That will happen. Why is it that so? Because we are human. We are flesh. We are sinful. You know? And, and the Bible says in Romans, for we have sinned and fallen short of the glory of the Lord. The mere fact that we broke God's law means that we are no longer perfect like we were in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve were perfect before they fell into sin. And, and, and so what then happens is this. We come in with flaws, we come in with selfishness, we come in with big-headedness, we come in with pride, we come in with a lack of understanding, we come in with a lack of wisdom. And all these things will show themselves. They will show themselves not to expose us to say, look at what a flop you married. They, these things are exposed so that 
we can work on them. Now, I was reading another book and it gave an analogy of a sports person. A sports person will go into the field of play. Let let me talk about something that I'm uh, probably a bit familiar with, uh, either football or cricket. So a sportsman, a batsman, goes into uh, onto the wicket uh, or the cricket uh, field. And he, he soon discovers that he's got poor footwork. And this is why he's nicking the ball to the to the wicket keeper. So he goes back. He's discovered a flaw about himself. So when he has discovered a flaw about his batting, he doesn't say, because I've discovered a flaw about batting, I am stopping to play cricket. I am no longer playing cricket. I am useless. No, he says, let me go back to the uh, practice nets. He starts... And the coach tells him, you're nicking it because your feet are, are not stepping into line of the pitch of the ball. You are just, you just, you stay glued to one position. And so when the ball pitches, you, you're stretching your hands out. You're not playing close to the body. You're playing away from the body. I know it sounds technical for some, but this is a, a sport that I'm familiar with. It's, it's my favorite sport, cricket. So the, 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 the batsman then says, I'm working on it. He works on it. He works on it. He soon starts being able to step out onto the pitch, into the pitch of the ball, the line of the pitch, and is, is able to play close to his body, is able to defend, is able to cut, is able to do whatever he wants to do. And so, what does the opposition do? The opposition then says, okay, so now this guy is no longer nicking the ball because he's no longer glued to the crease. He knows. And then they say, He's got other flows. They start looking for other flows. Oh, he's, he's got a flow against spin. He doesn't know how to play against spin. He's not playing with the turn. He's not, he doesn't know how to play against spin. He's, 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 he's moving his bat too fast. And so he's missing the ball. He's afraid of spin. So they discover a weakness. And so it is with marriage. In marriage, what happens is when a flow is exposed, you don't give up on your marriage. You go and work on your flow. You, 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 you work on it. You work on it together as a couple. And when you see a flow or in, a, or an imperfection in your spouse, you don't stand up on the pulpit and preach on a pedestal and say, she is imperfect. I don't know what I was doing. Because if you get into marriage with this perception to say, because they have made a mistake, because they've got an imperfection, then they are not the right spouse. You will never be happy because all of us have got imperfection. Even those of us that uh, talk about marriage like this have got imperfections. There are times when I do things and I'm thinking to myself, but I talk about marriage on a weekly basis. I talk about marriage to so many people. Why am I doing this? And I remember I I am imperfect. I need to work on this flow. Now, I'll give you an example. I used to find it so difficult to apologize to my wife, you know, because I've got pride, you know, I've got, I'm a man. I can't, I can't just be saying, you know, I'm sorry. And, and I, I soon realized that the less I apologize, the more distant we grew, we grew apart. And, and, and so I, I've discovered that saying sorry doesn't kill. And not only just saying sorry, but reforming and changing does not kill. It helps you become a better person, accepting the fact that you have got imperfections. Now, here's another challenge. And this is a challenge that most of us uh, have to deal with. Many of us think we are good. 
We think we are good. We think we are this. We're the best thing after sliced bread. We think we are perfect. We think, you know what? I've got little bit flows, flows that can be, you know, can be dealt with. Flows that how you know that are understandable. And so we get into marriage with this mindset and. When we are told of our flaws, most of us are defensive. Very few people will say, oh, okay, I, I hear you. So how can I improve? And this is a challenge because at the end of the day, if you do not accept the fact that you have got imperfections, you've got weaknesses that can be hindrance to the progress of your marriage, then that denial will be a problem to the progress of your marriage. In actual fact, we, I, I, I just want to talk about the things that we need to have in order to deal with imperfection. We, we need quite a lot of things and we need them in big supply. In actual fact, marriage is an eye-opener, number one. Number two, marriage, if you are giving twofold in marriage, outside marriage, marriage requires you to give tenfold if not hundredfold and i'm reminded of um the the the, the verse in the bible where uh, the disciples ask how many times should i forgive one who has uh, offended me and, and 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 jesus responds and says 70 times 7 you know when you think about it who who can forgive so many times and and so marriage requires you to give if you are giving twofold, marriage says give tenfold. It says give tenfold. And I, 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 I will explain why I am saying that. Marriage requires you to realize that you are married to somebody who is not perfect. But above all, marriage requires you to acknowledge that you are not perfect. You are not perfect. And so if you are not perfect, how then do you navigate the challenges of marriage? Number one, we've identified it already. We've said you should realize that I am a sinner saved by grace. Because I'm a sinner saved by grace, it means that at times, from time to time, I will sin. I will do things that will irritate, that will anger, that will irk, and that will cause pain to my spouse. And in, in vice versa, my spouse will do the same. So then what should I do? Num number two, have uh, your expectations. Let your expectations be manageable. Don't go in there with expectations, you know, that are, 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 are out of this world. Because the moment you go in there, with expectations that are out of this world, you will have what is called in psychology violated expectations. Many of us have got these expectations, perfect ex expectations. You know what? And some of the expectations are justified. Some some expect a, a man who's romantic. And you get in there, you discover this guy is not even, he doesn't have an, an iota of romance in him. And so what do you do? Do you give up because this guy is not romantic? You go in there, you, you find out that this guy has got a, a disposition of just being so forthright and direct. He's not, he's not caring. He's not, he's not tender, but he's caring, but he's too rough and he's too forthright. And you, you, you discover all these things, these things that can hurt you and pain you. So you need quite, you need manageable expectations. You need to manage your expectations. You need to say, 
I, well, I, I thought he could do this, but well, if he, he might not be able to do it, or she. And so, manageable expectations. Number three, have tons of patience. Because you are married to somebody who is imperfect, while you yourself are imperfect, you need tons of expectations. You need truckloads and trainloads of patience. You need to be patient because at times you will look for reformation in your spouse and reformation will come at a snail's pace. It will come so slow. And you too, you, your spouse will need tons of patience because in sometimes you will fail to change at the expected pace or rate because you are so used to some sort of behavior and you can't change. So you need tons of patience, both of you, because you are not perfect. You, 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 hey man, you are not perfect. You are imperfect. Hey, hey. You, 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 you are not Miss Know It All, Mr. Know It All. You are not Miss Right, no Miss Right. You are a sinner saved by grace. In actual fact, maybe you should go and look for the song sung by, uh, the, the Gator Vocal Band. I'm a, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Ne? I'm just a sinner saved by grace. You need tons of patience. You also need understanding. Tons and tons of understanding. You need to understand. You need to understand where your spouse comes from. You need to understand what has been their life experience. You need to understand their mindset. You need to understand their ideologies. And when you've understood all this, it will help you formulate a way and uh, and a manner manners to how to cope and deal with them. You need a lot of understanding. And the Bible says what, there are three things that walk walk with with understanding. There is knowledge, there is understanding, then there is wisdom. You can never be in a marriage with an imperfect human being while you are imperfect yourself and not have those three things. You need knowledge. You need knowledge about your spouse. Know them. Get to know them as much as you can. And when you get to know them and you discover good things, celebrate them. When you discover disappointing things, don't nail them for them. Don't hammer them for those things, but work with them. Because marriage is there to help us, to help other people become the best version of themselves. If you were part and parcel of that intimacy session or discussion that we had, marriage is about helping each other become the best of each other. Remember, um, in the book of Genesis uh, chapter 2, the Bible says, and for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother's house, and he shall cleave to his wife, and they shall become one. In the process of becoming one, it means that you refine. And for those of you that would understand IT examples, you know when you are deploying a solution, you're deploying a new software, you don't just deploy it. You, you, you've got this expectation that when we deploy this new solution, there'll be bugs, there'll be problems. And so let us have an expectation to say, we will sort out, we will resolve. And some of these bugs will not be simple to resolve. And so it is with marriage. When marriage comes into play, the, it, it, there are things that will take time, things that will be painful to deal with, 
things that will be hard and difficult to deal with. But you don't give up. You keep on deploying solutions that you think will work. But the greatest solution that you can ever have is the God solution. And so we've said you need to have peace. You, you, you Sorry, you need to have understanding. You, have, you need to have knowledge. You need to have wisdom. You need to have um, patience. And so all these things are very critical. You also need to have Tons and tons and tons of a forgiving spirit to forgive 70 times 7. You will forgive for a long time in your marriage because you will be hurt and you will expect to be forgiven too. You cannot expect to be forgiven if you are not, you do not have the spirit of forgiveness. You will forgive because your spouse will irritate you. You will irritate them. You will hurt them. You will cause pain. And this is why you need tons and tons of forgiveness. Because you don't know how many times you will forgive them or how many times they will forgive you. So you need tons and tons because of this imperfect human being. Why? Because we pray. We say, forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. You need tons and tons and tons of forgiveness because if you don't, you will get hurt. And, and, and the other thing is, you will need to practice and practice being a giving person. You will need to practice and practice being a giving person. So now, here's the thing. Most of us, we, 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 we're not so giving. We're so selfish. We're not so selfless. Yes, there's a lot of people who are so selfless and so giving, but most of us are not at that level. So, we need tons and tons of giving. Giving your time, giving your attention, giving your understanding. Why? Because you're married to this imperfect human being and you're trying to, to you, you give them you give them, and above all, give them the best of yourself. Give them the best of yourself because you are married. You are imperfect yourself. And so you need to be perfect. You need to help this spouse of yours to become perfect. Now, you need tons and tons of not giving up. Don't give up. Do not give up because God did not give up on us. Why least we're still sinners? Christ died for us. And, and this is the thing. If you are going to give up because your spouse has done things that, okay, let's talk about violence. Let's talk about cheating. Let's talk about sexual infidelity. The Bible allows us to give up because of sexual infidelity. And when it comes to violence, you can go and report the matter to the authorities so that it is dealt with because there's been too far too many deaths because of violence. And so we cannot turn a blind eye to that. And infidelity, the Bible says, because of our hard hearts, in actual fact, the recommendation is that when there's been infidelity, let's try and work it out. Let's try and be a better couple. And I'm not con saying it's okay to, be, to practice infidelity. I'm simply saying, it will happen in marriage. These things will happen in marriage. People will cheat. And people have been cheating from time immoral. And people will cheat until Jesus comes. And so when these things do happen, we will need tons of forgiveness. We will need tons and tons of giving. We will need... And, and the one thing that we are failing to give each other as spouses is we are not giving each other time to become the best that we can be. Give each other time. Give each other time. And 
Another thing is, because you are married to this imperfect person, be prepared to pick up. Be prepared to pick up. Pick up quite a lot. You will pick up your spouse from the from the floor when they've fallen because they're imperfect. Be prepared to be picked up because you you will fall and you will need to be picked up. So, ladies and gentlemen, we could go on and on and on about imperfections. But here's the, the one thing that I, I just want us to get out with is this. Um... Imperfections are an indicator that we have, we are sinners. Imperfections are an indicator that we need to become a better person. And in actual fact, to become a better person, you need to practice good uh, things. Now, let me put it this way. As a sports person, in order to, let's say you're a striker, you need to practice running into the 18-yard area, the 12-yard box. You need to practice, you know, scoring at the... At the practice uh, pitch, you need to practice all these good things so that by the time you get to the field of play, you have practiced where the goal is. You have practiced link play with your fellow strike partners and your fellow midfielders. You have practiced all these things. And when you need to practice them and put them in practice, it comes natural to you. So in order for us to overcome our imperfections, we need to practice the good things. So in order to replace the imperfections with the perfect practices. And I just want to encourage us also to say, John uh, 3 verse 30 says, He must increase. Who must increase? God and I must decrease. So at the end of the day, in order to become perfect, we need to allow God to increase in our lives. And we should decrease the less of us and the more of Jesus. And so, go home to your imperfect spouse. Embrace your imperfect spouse. Love them. Love them with their imperfect breath. Love them with their imperfect hygiene. Love them with their imperfect cooking skills. Love them with their imperfect planning skills. Love them. Be patient with them with their imperfect practices. Forgive them with their imperfect practices. Be patient with their imperfect practices. Give them time with their imperfect practices. And you wait, receive all these things because you are imperfect. You know, sometimes, let me put it this way. We are Dina. You are a poor. Sometimes you are an irritant man. How? So, please, let, 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 let's remember, we are not perfect, but we are striving for perfectness, the two of us. The more we work as a team, the better of a team we will become, the better of a spouse we will become, the better people we will be. Let us not be have the Twitter mindset of always highlighting the negative aspects of our spouse, but let us always highlight the best of them and let us always help them become a better spouse well you've been listening to the friday night word show and i've been your host tamsan ogachuma and i hope that you can share this podcast with your friends you can share it with your neighbors with those that are married you can hook up with us on our social media pages you can find us on twitter under the handle golide fm you can find us on instagram you can also find us on uh facebook or 
it's called meter these days i don't know anyway you can hook up with us on our social media pages and you can drop us an email if you want on golidefm at gmail.com and talk to us and share with us your thoughts and your experiences and your feedback well may the good lord bless you until we meet again next time please go and have a perfect life with your imperfect spouse you imperfect human being until we meet again next time